Chafzayin Adar Aleph, Tafshin Ayin Vav. Coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Razel with Ayelet Ashachar opens things up on today's live edition of the Israel Show. Thank you so much for joining us, making us a party week. My name is Mayor Weingarten. We're here each and every Monday immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM Eastern, 4 PM Israel time. 
next week that'll be a little different because they're changing the clock here but not there. It's uh, very complicated, not really, just joking. Uh, we'll let you know all about it. But yes, in America they are changing the clock next month at Shabbat. I don't know if changing the clock, they're moving the clock, whatever they do. I don't like it. Whatever it is, I don't like it. Anyway, we are here each and every Monday, as I mentioned, and uh, we thank you for joining us. You can listen to us also online. Anytime you want. It's audio on demand. The Israel Show on demand. Whenever you want it, you can have it. Via the Nachum Siegel Network app, which is available for free in the iTunes store and on the Android store, wherever that is. It's also available, of course, at the site, NachumSiegel.com. Go to the archive section. Scroll down to the Israel Show, and all the Israel Shows are there as well. And easiest way is to sign up on iTunes and you can get it as a podcast it'll flow right into your device whenever you connect at some point during the day after Monday we also have a great Facebook page facebook.com slash the Israel show facebook.com slash the Israel show we post links to the songs that we play during the show every week we post interesting links to things we've discussed during the show and during the week if there's something that's unique. We don't bother you with every little story, but if there's something that we think we found that others haven't, we share it with you on our Facebook page. We don't inundate you. So uh, please, it's great for us that you um, go onto the Facebook page and like both the page and the items that we post. And we're we're heading we're heading to uh, to bigger numbers. I mean we we're having bigger numbers. We currently have um, drum roll. How many likes? Oh, three hundred and fifty nine likes. Wow, we're getting there. We're really getting there. Thank you to Shai Barak, who's a new liker. Fred Lewin, Risa Goldstein, Jenny Perlman, Yona Youngrice, Maury Lipson. Thank you all. Thanks to everybody who likes the show and likes the page and makes this a very popular place to come on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have an amazing story coming up in a little bit. I call it the Mossad Mommy. It is the story of a woman who spent her entire career, 26 years, working as an undercover Mossad agent and how it affected her family. It was a, um, an interview done with her on Israeli news Channel 2, and um, we're going to share with you some of the clips, some of the audio, and some thoughts about it as well. I found it fascinating. It's a fascinating, fascinating look. We'll share that very soon. Uh, before that, we'll share with you a relatively new song. Alon Aleyarchik of Pugi fame joins in a duet with Café Shachor Chazak, which means strong black coffee. <coughs> Excuse me again. Strong Black Coffee, which is a group of Ethiopian um, immigrants that that um, live in Israel and have great musical talents. And of course, they chose the name Strong Black Coffee because they feel very strongly about things and their music is such as well. Alone, Aliarchik and Kafe Shachor Chazak in a duet. The name is Betoch Enayich, came out just a few weeks ago. Happy to debut it for you here on The Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network. 
צללת אל הים, מתי הלכת בשדה, כתבת איזה פרח, האם אתה זוכר איך אז צחקנו עם כולם? מתי בפעם האחרונה הצצת לשמיים? האם הקשבת לא מזמן לכל הציפורים? היש הרבה אמתחתך, חיוך תמים או שניים, זוכר איך בקולי קולות היינו אז שרים. נקטוף חיוך ודשא, נבדוק אם לא יחשו המפלים, 
Yochai Ben Avi, very popular in Israel, growing. We uh, introduced you to him a while ago, and uh, we told you, keep an eye on this man. Your young man, Yochai Ben Avi, Bovenetze, another one of his hits. And before that, Alone Oliarchik, and Kafe Shachor Chazak with Petoch My name is Mayor Weingarten, you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Coming up soon, stay tuned, you don't want to miss this. <coughs> Excuse me. One of those mornings. You don't want to miss this. Coming up soon, the story of the Mossad mommy. It's it's really, really interesting. <clears throat> I want to share with you a letter. <coughs> Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to talk now with that interruption for a while. I want to share with you a letter that was posted on the bus. That goes in the morning to the Kotel. It's a number one bus. It seems from the letter that it is a bus that is meant only for women. And it's early in the morning and they go every morning to the Kotel. And the bus driver, David Bitone, posted this letter in the bus last week. And... Um, I saw it through the a post of Sivan Rahav Meir, a great um, journalist on uh, Israel News Channel 2, a religious woman, 
<coughs> who does great work. The bus driver writes, Shalom Uvoker Tov, hello and good morning. Dear passengers, this Friday, I retire from Eged after 45 years of work. For the last 10 years, I've been on this bus line, known as the line number one, to the Kotel. I had the privilege of bringing you to the Kotel, and I feel an obligation to thank you for these years. Isn't that beautiful? This is a bus driver. He's thanking the women for giving him the privilege of taking them to the Kotel every morning. Thank you for the honor that you showed me, for the Mishloach Manot on Purim, for the daily smile, for the brachot. All these years, he writes, all these years, I've continually marveled at your determination, at your hatmada, nichishut ve hatmada shalachen, your stick to itness. To arise every morning, every morning, in every weather, in the scorching heat, and the freezing cold, wait for the bus and come to the Kotel to pray for Am Yisrael. And then, continues the bus driver, David Biton, Alze Amar David HaMelech. About this, David HaMelech wrote, Shivti Bevet Hashem, Ulevaker Behei Chalo, Right? We know this pasuk from Tilim Achat Sha'alti Me'et Hashem Tavakesh Shifti Bevet Hashem Koi Mechayai Lachzot Noam Hashem Vakar Bechalo. And you, you do that every day, day after day. Va'alechem Tavoha Bracha. May you be blessed. A special thanks, writes David Biton, the bus driver, to Mrs. Rachel for the psamim that she would bring, and to Mrs. Blau for the framed brachot which still hang in my house. May you have good health and good life. May you continue to come here to pray for us and for all of Israel. Purim Sameach Lachem, he writes, and then he ends up, <laughs> I just find this amazing. Veshuv Michila Impagati Baachat Mikem Bishanim Ele. Please forgive me if I've hurt any one of you during all these years. Kol Tuv Lachem. David Biton, Nahag Eged, Snif Harnof, Yerushalayim. In the land of Israel, one can learn from everybody. One can surely learn from the bus drivers as well. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. This is uh, Udi Davidi with Shuki in, in uh, <coughs> opposition, so to speak, to the story we just told about a man who spends his whole life working to make more and more money and ultimately never fulfills his dreams. And right after that, we're going to have the story of the Mossad Mami. So, so uh, stay tuned. Here is uh, Uri Davidi with Shuki.
Udi Davidi with Shuki. I got a hot drink. Hopefully this will help a little. Because <coughs> I'm having trouble with my throat. Um, <coughs> today is the uh, first day of the JM and the AM fundraising marathon. JM and the AM is the flagship show of the Nachum Siegel Network. Nachum Siegel has been hosting JM and the AM for 33 years. I can't say enough about the amazing work that he has done and that this show has done for the Jewish community. Initially in New York City, in New Jersey, later on in upstate New York and in Muncie. But now, clearly, around the world, there are people listening to us here on The Israel Show, around the world. I hear from you. I hear from many of you on what we would consider far-flung places of the earth. And to think that there were people who... uh, we're at Jam Dam before Nachum, a couple of years here, a couple of years there. But nothing happened. It didn't move. It didn't grow. It didn't, it didn't become the, the force, the international force of the Jewish voice that it is today. And that is because Nachum Siegel and Jam and the AM are synonymous. One, one could not have a Jam and the AM if not for Nachum Siegel. And let me tell you, it is hard work, difficult work, with tremendous, tremendous challenges that you can't even begin to imagine. Once a year, you are asked to um, pledge, and um, this is it, these two weeks. Those of you who listen to the Israel Show, would like to, if you would like to pledge in honor of the Israel Show, I will be over there at uh, JM and AM on Thursday reading the pledges. So if you want me to read the pledge, you can do so. Uh, call in on Thursday to 1-800-989-9368, 1-800-989-9368, only between 6 and 9. Or you can go online whenever you want, jamintheam.org slash pledge. Type in your pledge and specifically write in the comments that it's in honor of the Israel show. And also you can request, if you want, that it be read on Thursday. And I'll put it aside and um, we'll, I'll read it for you. Uh, on Thursday if you'd like so um, please do there would be no Israel show no Nachum Siegel Network none of all the great initiatives that are going on if not for JM in the AM and JM in the AM is supported by the listeners by you so um, we need your help and your support for generations the role of the woman was in the home bringing up the children, taking care of their education and of the needs of the home. In modern times, for several reasons, women find themselves pursuing a career, whether it's for a second income or for self-fulfillment. And the balance between career and home has been discussed much in many forums. And with the rebirth of a modern state of Israel, a Jewish state in modern times, This conversation, this debate, has many new facets. We've spoken in the past about the first religious female fighter pilot, Tamar Ariel, who contributed so much during her short life to the security of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Recently, we came across the story of Orna Klein Sandler, who spent 26 years of her life as a Mossad agent 
From the age of 21 till the age of 47, Orna committed herself to the security of the State of Israel by being a field agent. No, not sitting behind the desk. A field agent of the Mossad. There weren't many women doing those jobs, and they were needed. And so she felt the calling of her country, of her people, to devote herself because she understood that she had unique abilities. What's it like for a mommy in the Mossad, or a Mossad mommy, a Mossad agent, a mother of two girls, to live basically a double life? Her kids didn't know that she was a Mossad agent. They just knew that mommy wasn't home very much. As they look back at the picture albums, Ima is not in most of their family pictures. Their father is, but their mother is almost always absent. How did her kids feel? How did she feel? And how does she feel now, looking back at all those years? What a conflict that must be. The conflict between the country, your nation, and your family. The physical well-being of the Jewish people versus the emotional well-being of your family. These are the kinds of questions that a Mossad mommy faces every day, in addition to the threats to her life on the outside. In a recent interview, her children, who today know what she was doing and why she wasn't home, are asked to convey their feelings at the time. What did they feel like back then? What were their emotions? What were their thoughts? I didn't understand what all the secrecy is about. Why is it that all the other mothers are home and my mother is not? Today, now we're best of friends. But back then, I wasn't even ready to talk to her. And as they say this, the two daughters, the Mossad mommy, the one that we would imagine in our minds as the master spy, the strong personality, the stuff that novels are made of, the mommy, Orna Klein-Sendler, walks away from the table and begins to cry as she realizes the pain that her choices inflicted upon her children. But when asked if today they are proud of their mother, they say, sure, we're very proud of her. We admire her, and she's a subject of our esteem. When asked if she had it to do all over again, would she choose the same path? She says, in many respects, no. In this specific issue, the answer would surely be no. And when I'm asked, would you want your children to be in the same position working in the Mossad, she says, no. Does that take away from her accomplishments? No. And as we said, her family, who now know the truth, adore her, admire her, and have tremendous respect for her. The conflict will surely go on in many homes in the Jewish state with a Jewish army and a Jewish intelligence agency. Inspector Chacham, Inspector Pikeach, Matrik et atov umganet et harak. Ukshayani kam, ani kam riba boker, Sogar zetik v'chozer l'amita. Noten perushim, masbir u'martia, Shomer al-Mosar u'mchapes t'ashan. Mote ochachot, oker v'shomer, Shoen shelot u'mazbet z'tamban. Yesh kaninyan shedor, Yeah.
with Inspector Piquet. I figured that. Couldn't find another song that would be appropriate as an outro for the Mossad Mami story. What what a great story. <clears throat> I mean, great in the sense of deep, interesting, real issues that confront a, a, a Jewish people that return to their land and face enemies. And speaking of returning to the land, Nefesh Benefesh, oh my God, what they are doing is unbelievable. Yesterday they had an Aliyah mega event in New York. Nachum was there and broadcast from there. It, just incredible, incredible. And um, they're saying now something that I've been saying on these uh, airwaves for a while. Even if you don't have a specific plan right now to make Aliyah, just take a look. Have a listen. Go to their website. See what's involved. You never know. You never know. And you know what? It's the right thing to do. So it's, it's a good idea just to have some concepts. The issues that are going on. What, what might be involved in making Aliyah. Let it start germinating in your mind and with your family. Nefesh Benefesh is just incredible. They continue to provide a limb with needs-based financial assistance, employment resources. They help you with the government absorption system, going through all the red tape and cutting back on so much of the red tape. And they make each individual's aliyah as successful as possible. They follow up after the aliyah. They do so much for what is uh, almost, I would say, a unique mitzvah in these past gen- two generations. If you think about it, Aliyah as a mass movement wasn't possible not that long ago. And now, look. And now look. So, new, the mitzvot that are reawakening, if you will, Aliyah is one of them. Whether you consider it a mitzvah chiyuvit, a mitzvah chiyumit, it's a mitzvah. <laughs> So um, take a look at Nefesh Benefesh website, nbn.org.il, nbn, Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. Many of you have um, heard the song Matanot Ktanot, Rami Kleinstein's song, and really loved it. It's a big hit in Israel, and um, I think it's taken root here as well. Um, a group called Ethnica put out an instrumental version of it, came out last week. Very interesting, I think. Very interesting interpretation of it. So we're going to share it with you. It's Matanot Ktanot, the instrumental version by Ethnica. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network.
No, that was bad. I think we got cut off there. Yep, we did. My bad. My bad, my bad. Sorry about that. Okay, we owe you uh, the rest of that song. And we'll bring it to you in its entirety. <laughs> uh at at a uh, on a show on a program in the uh, near future probably next week saw this um article slash letter coming off of uh, timesofisrael.com great site and um want to share it with you the title caught my eye i don't want to volunteer for the idf and that's what a good title does it catches your eye i don't want to volunteer in the idf by josh lehman Layman. My name is Josh Layman. I'm from Muncie, New York. And in two weeks' time, I will be volunteering for the Israel Defense Forces. In light of that, I suppose the title of this article needs some explaining. I don't want to join the Israeli army. I really don't. I don't like the idea of taking orders, being overly physical, depriving myself of sleep, eating tuna, pushing off college, leaving my friends, leaving my family, speaking a foreign language, going to war. And quite frankly, green isn't really my color. Many don't join the army for several of the reasons just raised. And honestly, they are very good reasons. Despite these setbacks, my decision to go to enlist remains unwavering, and I would like to explain why that is. That's a great opening paragraph, if you ask me. Continues Josh Lehman, I recently saw the movie 42, which portrays the life of Jackie Robinson. Robinson was one of the first ever African-American Major League Baseball players, and he was the first, I think, not one of the first, and had to overcome many adversities in his life because of the racist nature of the United States at the time. He not only succeeded as a player, but also as a model, a role model for how a discriminated man can thrive in a segregated society. There is a scene in the movie where Robinson is up at bat and the opposing coach taunts him with racist slurs from the other dugout. The taunting clearly caused Jackie Robinson lots of distress to the point where one of his white teammates stood up for him and told off the antagonistic coach. Jackie returned to his dugout and thanked the other player, but was quickly replied to with the following response, You're on my team. What am I supposed to do? When I think about the sacrifices that are made by the people of Israel to make this tiny country work, and I wonder if it's my place to step up and help out, there is only one thought that comes to mind. You're on my team. What am I supposed to do? I guess you can say this entire baseball analogy was just another way of saying Kol Yisrael Arevim Zelazeh. But somehow those words have just lost their meaning. They've become cliche. If we Jews are really supposed to view each other as brothers, then why aren't the doors of the enlistment office flooded with Jews from all over the world looking to join? I know that if anyone's brother lived under the threat an immediate danger that the Jews in Eretz Yisrael face on a daily basis, they would do everything in their power to help in any way possible. I suppose that's where the issue stems from, whether we really view each other as family 
or not. I'm going to interject here for a moment and say that I agree with every word he's writing, but I would say that it's not a question of whether we view each other as brothers, but the, the educational system that we all go through here in the United States or in other places around the world, this is not an issue that is discussed very much, and it's not brought to light. And while everybody feels an obligation, let's say, to go to Israel for the year to study, not as many are given the feeling that they have an obligation to go to Israel and possibly join the army. But I would also say that more and more are doing so. Every year, more and more American young men are either volunteering from here or after their year in Israel and volunteering and I salute them and find that amazing let's go back to the letter of Josh Lehman who will be joining the Israel Defense Forces very soon very often people will ask me if the army really needs me after all will one more soldier really make such a difference the truth is the army really doesn't need me but the answer to this question lies in something from the upcoming holiday of Purim. Esther was sent on a mission to save the Jewish people from the hands of Haman, and she had to risk her own life in the process. When Mordechai asked her to approach King Ahasuerus, and Esther expressed her concern that she would be in danger if she would go to the king uninvited, Mordechai then said, Im Mordechai says, the salvation of the Jewish people, the Jewish people will be rescued, and the salvation will come from somewhere else. Now we know what somewhere else means, it means God. But Chazal were very careful about omitting the name of God from the Megillah. So it just says somewhere else, but we know that's, that this is my addition go back to um, Josh Lehman. Mordechai was explaining to Esther that the Jewish people didn't need her specifically. God has a plan to save us anyway. God's plan will take place with you or without you. Your job, Esther, is to decide whether or not you want to be a part of that plan. We're given choices by God, continues Josh Lehman to do amazing things with our lives. Whether or not we want to accept those opportunities, it's left to us to decide. The ability to fight and defend the Jewish people is one of the most amazing privileges that we have ever been given as a people. To choose to take part in such a privilege is our decision. Because either way, God has an agenda. I am choosing to be an active participant in the current stage of God's plan for His people. And if that requires me to speak Hebrew and eat tuna, so be it. Josh Lehman, I salute you. You should have a Shavuot Kal, an easy time, an easy service period in the army, and may God bless you and watch over you. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
is very related to the story that we had just before well we're going to wrap up with let's see who are we going to wrap up with oh here it is with Noam Banai and Eitz Alon thank you for uh, 
Thank you for printing that out, I say to myself. Um, before we do that, we're going to thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. Thank you for all your Facebook likes and your Facebook comments and the comments on uh, the Nachum Siegel Network app, which um, I've been uh, paying more and more attention to over the past weeks. So um, I see your remarks and comments that are coming through during the show. Thank you. Um, if you want to email us, it's mayor, M-E-I-R, at nachumsiegel.com, mayor at nachumsiegel.com. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, encore presentations of Eternal Flame with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, followed by headlines with David Lichtenstein, and then the great Monday music Marathon. I'm reminding you that the JM and the AM fundraising marathon began today, continues for the next two weeks, this week and next week. I'll be over at JM and the AM on Thursday, reading pledges. If you'd like to pledge in our honor, we will be happy and grateful that you do so. You can do it online, jmandtheam.org slash pledge, or call during JM and the AM, 6 to 9 AM Eastern Time, 1-800-989-9368. Until next Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. Oh, no, 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 no. They're just running in a different race. <laughs>